The 10pence arcade podcast is sponsored by Retro Games Pie. Get out of emulation and into the real arcade with Retro Games Pie. Arcade game hire for public events and private parties. With regular free community-led meetings throughout the year, there ain't no party like a Retro Games Pie. Visit the website at www.retrogamespie.co.uk and get involved. Hello and welcome to the Tenpence Arcade Podcast. My name is Victor Marland, a.k.a. Vertvic. And I'm Alex Crowley, a.k.a. Chucky Egg. Oh, you're the top host, mate. Am I? Yes, indeed. Cheers, I just buddy. thought I'd give you a quick compliment because I'm going to rip the shreds out of you tonight. Oh, with, with your gameplay? Might be. Cut my life into pieces, this is my last resort. I've seen your score. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. Anyway, mate, how have you been? I'm good, mate. I've been working like a nutter the last week. Oh, boring. And haven't had much gameplay until this weekend. But the work you have been doing, where was it? It has got something to do with an arcade, hasn't it? It is all game. It's funny enough, it is all game related. I'm getting a lot of work off the forum. I'm working for a guy, Ian, who's on the forum. And I'm building him a lovely games room in Shepparton. Which in, forum's this? And what's his uh, forum off, name? He's off the Jammer Plus. I don't know what his um, tag is on the forum, but his name's Ian. I know that. Okay. And I'm building him a six metre by four metre game room. That's huge. Has he got many cabs to go in there? No. Oh, he will have, though. He will have, though. <laughs> he will have yes. Point, That's the intention. Point. Excellent. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Uh, got the block work up, and this, this week we plan to get the roof on. I was just going to go into like um, building games rooms, because I, I guess there's a lot of people out there that um, find it hard to find room for cabs, because they've got so many. And Alex is for hire. Yes. <laughs> Well, you've built the one we're sat in at the moment, and it's absolutely lovely. You don't get any problems in condensation. You don't get any problems with cold or heat. No. So it's pretty good. It must be the insulation and stuff you use. Insulation in keeps it warm in the winter and cool in the summer. Cause insulation. It's got silver back. Insulation. Insulation. That's correct. So, yeah, any, uh, if you need any tips on building, or if you want anyone for building, I'll give us a man. shout. Yeah, I'll just forward them straight on to Alex. I haven't yes. got a clue. But it's funny because Ian was listening to our last week's podcast, and he, he remembered. Bomb Jack, uh-huh. and he had it on his 60-1, and I went round that morning, and I played it on his machine, yeah. and racked up, beat my last score. Did you? From the last podcast. Ooh. And then... Uh, Did you beat Sean Holly? No. Oh, you could have given him an in-your-face Sean Holly. I only got about 120,000. That's a good score. Yeah. Miles better than one. But then Ian really got into it, and then yeah. he thrashed it the next day, really? so that was that was good. I love a bit of competition. It's good Excellent. that it's got him involved. What about you? What have you been up to? Well, I've been... You know, we talked um, <clears throat> about Llamasoft a little while ago, Jeff Minter. Yes. He did a game called Hover Bother years ago on the Commodore 64 and Spectrum, I think. I haven't played that. I've been playing real-life Hover Bother in my garden. <laughs> but it involved strimmers and garden implements, and I got So how long is your grass in your back garden? It was about four foot long, and I got a so, foot garden. So you're not a gardener, then? Oh, God, no. I only did it when I have to. It's awful. But I was bright red in the sun, annoyed, kept yeah. getting... Bitten by things and, and one of my favourite uh, films um, is the um, world's fastest Indian, which is a true story about a guy breaking the world speed record on an Indian motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. And he's an old guy like you, doesn't like gardening. I'm not old. <laughs> but, but he doesn't like gardening, yeah, okay? Yeah. And he just pours a load of petrol all over the grass <laughs> and sets light to it and says that that's it for another six months. I don't think the wife would like that too no, much. No, all the neighbours. No, probably not. And you've got a new toy <clears> recently, haven't you? Oh, the Wii U, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that it was pre-ordered. It was supposed to come Friday, turned up Saturday. 
Um, yes, yeah, so I've been playing that. It's excellent. Absolutely fantastic. What game have you been playing on it a lot? I played NES Remix. Have you, played, have you heard about that? Oh, no, no. It's, it's got, got NES it's all, it's all the it. arcade games. So yeah. It's got Donkey Kong 3, Junior, Popeye, uh, Donkey Kong, Mario Bros. And they're all mixed up. Oh, right. So That sounds quite fun. It is really fun. Oh. And, and Balloon Fight. Oh, I like Balloon Fight. All the classic Nintendo ones. Cool. And they mix them up. So it's a bit like WarioWare. Oh, you've right, got okay. different things to do on each level, and they're kind of oh, just that mixed up. Like that. It's that crazy. Because I was thinking the other day about about the new consoles and stuff, <clears> and thinking, you know, they're sort of dead now. They've got no new ideas and stuff. Mm. But a lot of these companies have got their IPs. Yes. And mixing them up like that sounds a good idea. Because the, what they did with Luigi, oh, that Luigi one with the oh, the Doctor Mario, Doctor Luigi, yes. yeah. It seemed the same game, just with updated graphics. Yeah, that, that seems like a nice idea, changing the graphics completely. So they, they, they give you different um, incentives for each level. Right. Um, I can't remember because I haven't played enough of it yet. Oh, you need to play more. But yeah, I mean, like, get a load of fruit on one level and kill a load of bosses on the other. I mean, it's just completely mixed up. But right, um, I haven't played good. enough of it to, to uh, review it yet. But it is really, really cool. And of course, Mario Kart, which is very arcadey, is brilliant as usual, and it's Update for HD. So Mario fart more like it. It's super. And um, yeah, just game of the week, last resort. That's yeah. all I've been playing. I've been, I've been giving myself time to play it. I've been making time to play mm. it because I wanted to get into it a bit. More on that later. Yeah, okay, yeah, mate. Yeah. Any news then, fella? Well, some personal notes for us. I've got quite a few things to talk about. Earlier in the week, I had absolutely nothing. I was like, oh, what are we going to talk about? And then all of a sudden, things just flooded in. Mm. Loads have been going on lately. Absolutely loads. Um, you know, I talked about my Pong Cube. Yes. I think I put a picture on last week. When you built. Out. Yeah, the little yeah. tiny thing. It wasn't working. And the monitor wasn't working. I could hear blips and blocks going on the back with no monitor. <clears> so <throat> the other night, now we've got our house nearly up to scratch what we need, the little red and white room we've got is now the hobby room. So I've got my table there with soldering gear on it and stuff. All my monitors all set up cool. for all that. And the missus has got her stuff on the other side. I thought, right, I'm going to get this on the bench, get the back off, see what's wrong with it. Because I want to take it to Nurg. Took the back off. No wires had flopped off inside, which I thought it might have been. Had a quick poke round. Turned it on. Had it on live. And I thought, oh, what's going on here? And I turned the brightness all the way up mm. on the... Cause it's only a little tiny five-inch <clears> monitor inside. And it went bang. Oh, and God. smoke came out. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, I've got to change the monitor. I've got to find one and do all this. Alas, all was not lost. I turned it off quickly, obviously. I'd look around inside of the sniff. Oh, God, it's blowing out. What's going on here? Cap gone or something. No, I don't know what it was. But I turned it back on again, turned the brightness down before I turned it on. Perfect. Really? It's it on. blew itself up to fix, which is <laughs> which is a fix I like. If that had been a bigger monitor, I'd Well, you did myself. build it, didn't you? Maybe yeah. you had that sort of inside already. Well, maybe, yeah. But now it works. It works yeah. absolutely perfect. So oh, that's, that's going cool. in the nerg, So That's funny you talk about Pong. My other pick-up was the... Oh, uh, yes. Nintendo Pong you TV have. Game 15. We saw one of these at <clears> the Revival Mini, a TV Game 15. Right? Yeah. And the guy had a load of old consoles, yeah. and that was one of the ones that we run I really like. It's a colour version of Pong. Yes. Have you actually got it working playing yet? No, because I need an adapter to run it on uh, English TV. Oh, right. Or I could use it on that PVM, but I haven't got that. Uh, yeah, PVM is a tiny little test <clears> monitor. <throat> yeah, so that's I've got a few right. of those. They run NTSC and PAL, but I'm not sure about Japanese PAL. But so yeah, we'll Rod, my mate Roger's going to help me out with an adapter for that. So hopefully, yeah, oh, I'm, I can't wait because you know I had the other one. Yes, uh, which I bought a couple of years ago and it turned up broken. That's yeah. right, broken. <clears> so I never got that. To, never got that going. No, I'd like to do a breakout mini. I think there's a well. It's, I think there's 15 games on there, isn't it? Is that why it's called TV yeah, yeah, 15? I think it is. Oh, well, in the box and everything. So, yeah. 
Oh, I'll have a look at that after we've done the podcast. That's quite That was good. I got that for 50 quid, which I thought was a bargain. Because yeah, I've seen one game. there for 100, 150. Bargain, mate. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, we've both got tickets to see the King of Arcades arcade film documentary. Can't wait for that. Which is going to be shown at the Beach Gallery near Bethnal Green. Yes. On the 11th of June, which is unfortunately Wednesday, but I'm going to leave work a little bit early to get there. The wife's coming as well. My wife's cool. coming with us. Cool. I've got and a mate coming too. As oh, well. right. Cool. Yeah. Also, um, Chun, Vibribbon. Yeah, on he's going. The forums. He's going as well. So we'll probably meet up with him. So hello to him. I had a quickie go on a few of my cabs lately because I've got quite a bit of stuff out of the garage now. Mm. I can actually get in and play some cabs. I had to go Donkey Kong Jr. for the first time in about six months. Yeah. What'd you get? 113,000 on my first go. That's brilliant. got me naming on the title. I know your name's right at the top still. <laughs> I've got to try and beat. But yeah, I, was, I got killed on the, um, the hideout on the second level. Second it's funny, hideout. isn't it? You can leave a game for a couple of months and go back and get... I mean, yeah. same with Donkey Kong 3. I was playing it and playing it relentlessly every single day for a couple of hours and wasn't getting anywhere near my last highest score, which is yeah. about 340-odd thousand. Left it for a month, came back, and I was that far away, you know, and that's midget yeah. away from getting my beating my last high yeah, score. Yeah, it always happens. Like, at that time I came in here, and we were talking about some stuff, so I just popped the Donkey Kong on for a minute, and I got yeah. my highest record ever. Strange, isn't it? And I haven't beaten it since. Yeah, just on one go. And I was yapping to you about yeah. how to do this and do that, and look at that bit over there, I'm talking away, and we were just talking about stuff, and it just happened. It did comes, really well. Yeah. We talked about Nurg a second ago. I'm taking the cube to Nurg. Uh, I'm ready and waiting for this now. I can't wait. I've got my tickets. I'm going to sort out the hotel probably tomorrow night. I'm also going to talk to Phil, the guy who's running it, about um, what we can do for podcasts up there. We might take a dictaphone and, and have a few chats to people. This is in July, yeah? Yes, it is. It was on the uh, show notes, and it's mm. on again. Mm-hmm. So I'll put all the details. Cause it's come up very soon. And that'll be quite good, I think. There's mm. over 100 cabs there. I've got some details, actually. 100 video game arcade machines. This is double the amount they had last year, and there's going to be two show exclusives, so two that have not been there before. Almost 50 pinballs, one show exclusive, and a faint hope of two. 60 consoles and computers to play on. Three show exclusive, to the best of his knowledge. There's a classic gaming championship heat. I think that's going to go around the country yeah. at the moment. There's people playing competitions there. There's a 250 quid cosplay competition. Right, you can dress up. So you can wear your... Chun Li out again. No, I'm not. I might go as Billy Mitchell. Just get a really big tie and just do me hair and put a big You don't have to do on. much, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> He's quite big as well. And there's a raffle to win a two-player fighting bar top machine. And if it's one of the ones I saw in Newcastle, that little game shop, that mm. retro shop, they're really nice little bar tops. They're really well built, these are. Ooh, cool. I think it's going to be one of those. I've got one already. It's really well built. Yes, it I is, definitely. There's been 19 confirmed traders, so bring your wallet with you. And they're supporting the Bright Red Blood Cancer Charity, which is good hope. And also, there's going to be a comedy show after the party is as well. Is that me and you? No, yeah, we're idiots <laughs> enough. But there's some actual comics, you know, professional comics doing a little show afterwards. I'm not sure oh, whereabouts right. it is, but I have to get more details about that on oh, film. That's, that's cool. And there's also limited to a 1,000 tickets... So it's not going to be absolutely flooded, the place. You'll be able to get on machines. Mm. And I think that's it. For the... I'd better get my ticket things. I ain't got one Well, I've got me and the wife's ones already. Uh, another event that's going on later on in the year is Revival, which mm. we've been to before we quite like. It's on the 9th of August in Wolverhampton. All, the, all these notes are in the show notes. And they've got John Romero, the creator of Doom, coming to the show. Yeah, I was never a big fan of Doom, I, I have loved, to say. I absolutely, as a computer, yeah. I absolutely loved Doom. Doom 2, yeah. Quake, all those games. absolutely loved them. Talking of Quake, you know who did the music for Quake, don't you? No. Nine Inch Nails. I saw them last oh, week as well. They were absolutely brilliant. Yeah, really good at the O2. Excellent show. Um, 
I dragged the old Xbox 360 out as well. Really? You're into modern games now? Vic. No, no, it's get all a, old stuff. Get out of here. No, it's all it's, it's a JTAG'd Xbox. In other words, it's been hacked. And you can play all loads of old stuff on it. But um, the game you're playing is modern. It's, well, it is, but it's got a retro theme. The game I played on there, the one I turned it on for, it's only on the Xbox 360. That's mm. the only reason to play it, is Geometry Wars 2. Yeah. I love the old twin stick shooters, yeah. which is reminiscent of Robotron, Smash TV. Yeah. Is it Carnal Knowledge? No, no. Total Carnage. Total Someone, Carnage. Total yeah. Carnage. Carnal Knowledge. Yeah, and it is, yeah, that's it's, theme. it's a twin stick, and I've been playing lots of other twin stick games lately. I even bought a game on Steam for the mm. PC, the online gaming thing. Uh, it's a game called Waves, and it's a twin stick shooter, almost the same kind of thing as, as Geometry Wars. Right. And it cost the princely sum of £1.59. That's unbelievable. It's the best <clears throat> £1.59 I've ever spent in my but, life. But, you know, that's what I think's great about these modern consoles, because I've, I've, the only one I haven't played yet is the Xbox One, but I've obviously got the Wii U now, and I've played my mate's PS4, and there's a lot of retro-themed games, yeah. which I'm really enjoying. They're going back to their roots. <clears throat> yeah, there's one called Resigun on the PS4, which is awesome. Have you played that? No, I haven't. It's like a Defender, but it goes oh, round right. like this. It's okay. really cool. And it's got that Geometry Wars feel to it with the light, you know. Yeah. Almost awesome. like a Vector game. It's really awesome. I'm oh, recommending that. sounds that. good. Just loads of these indie games and the yeah. the Zen Pinball. I love that. Oh, Have right. you played that? No, Zen Pinball? Sounds good, though. Yeah, so everyone, get Waves. On Steam, Wait. one pound fifty nine. Okay, it's a really cool game. Honestly, it's absolutely. And there's another one on the Ooya I was playing. I can't remember mm. the name of it. And that's like one dollar ninety nine to buy. Yeah, and, and on the Ooya, the little tiny Ooya game I've got machine. Mm. All every single game that's ever made for it is free to play and try out. Some of the mm. games are actually free to download, and you have the game full game. But a lot of them are free to to try, and then you pay a nominal fee. Mm. Some of them are quite expensive. Some are not. There's some really nice looking games on that little machine. Cool. So I'm going to get into those. It's, it's computer games, but they're retro and arcade themed as well. Yeah. These are kind of games on our little section that should have been in the arcade yeah. if we could go back to it. I just want to make a little mention to uh, Four Quarters Barcade that's going to be opening up. Yeah. So been, When's it opening again? June? The... Um, well, they haven't got an exact date yet, but okay. they're hoping for mid-July. Okay. I was up there again today just helping out a little bit. And um, I just want to mention a few of the cabs that are going to be in the bar. Hit me with those cabs, mate. Hit um, me with them. They reckon about 10 to 15, hopefully. Oh, cool. And they've got Asteroids, which is your old cab. Yep, it's a lovely cab as well. Uh, Pac-Man, The Invaders, Outrun, Gorf, uh, Smash TV, Star Wars Trilogy, Point Blank, Tron. They've got that beautiful Pong. A few Jammer cabs, WWF Superstars. They're like wrestling games. Uh -huh. And Street Fighter. Oh, they've got a Street Fighter. Yeah, and they're looking for a four-player Turtles. If anyone's out there they've got a Turtles machine, they're after one. But, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Can't wait. We need to go to the opening night. Yeah, so we'll definitely. We'll be there. there. Yeah, we'll have a chat to the guys as well. So, we know uh, quite well. Yeah. I've also been listening to ColecoVision's podcast. Mm -hmm. It's a reasonably new podcast. Uh, Will and Culver and SoCal Mike run that. Mm -hmm. And that is going to be on our approved podcast list Podcast okay. list on our show notes as well. They're real good guys. And they also they advertise um, an online auction site called GameGavel. Have you used that? No, I haven't used that. Have a look on GameGavel.com. It's a US site. It's like eBay. Yeah, but it's a sort of it's just for collecting, video yeah. game collecting. There's nothing in the arcade section at the moment. They have got an arcade mm. section, nothing in there. But they have got tons and tons and tons of stuff for consoles and computers. And a lot of the podcast guys use GameGavel. It's the place. And I think, I think with eBay, it's gone a bit... Mm, 
and mm. people don't like use. I don't like selling on eBay. I like buying on eBay, obviously. Mm. But I think people have problems, and they don't have as many problems because it's just for collectors. Okay. I mean, you can't buy old cars and bicycles on there. You just buy video game stuff. Right. GameGavel.com. Sounds pretty good. I, I presume well, it's a US site, so I don't know. The, the prices won't be out of this world. No. You know, especially to get back here. They're not. It's, it's little things. It's, it's quite customs, easy to get back. Though, isn't it? You sometimes get hit. Maybe. Off. I'm not sure what they do about that <clears> sort of thing. I'm not sure. Also talked to James the other night of RGP fame, our sponsor, who's setting up the arcade up north, the big arcade we're all waiting to hear from. And they put the date back, and it should be August the 30th they're opening it now. The reason for that is James is applying loads of really cool final touches. He wants to get the place looking good, as well as just being the arcade. Because all the machines are there, yeah. and they're getting new ones all the time. I also Funny. talked to Andy, the other guy. Mm. who's in with the RGP, and he gave me a list of games they've just got recently, some of the interesting ones. It's not all of them. They've got tons and tons and tons of machines. Yeah, yeah. And this is some of the interesting ones they've had recently. Championship Sprint, favourite of Riches, Striker. Yeah. A Thunderblade Deluxe, which is the sit-down one, which is a big old machine. Afterburner Deluxe, another big one you sit in. Yeah. They've got three Daytona Twins. That's six Daytona <laughs> machines, and they're going to link them up, I think, as well. So it's good for like head-to-head races. You've got two Gauntlets, so hopefully they'll have Gauntlet 1 and Gauntlet 2. Great four-player games. They've got Hunchback dedicated. Really? Remember Hunchback? Of course they do. Yeah, it's classic. It's a CVS game. It was a Century, I think the Century video system. It's like, almost like a cartridge they, they plugged into a motherboard sort of yeah. thing. And it was a UK-made CVS. It never, never existed. Yeah. And I never knew there was a dedicated cab. But <clears> I think it's just a wood grain cab, but it's got the proper control panel, proper <clears> marquee. So obviously it was a, a full-on kit for this. I love Hunchback. Such a great little game. Yeah, it's one of the game, games I always go back to. Yeah. Have a little go, but I never get any further. <laughs> I'm not quite good at it, actually. Yeah, it's a good game. Uh, they've got a paperboy with handlebars. They've got a dedicated R-Type. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew you'd I, like I that. Know, I know, I've seen like that. that one. It's actually Rav's old one as yes, well. Yes, yes. Thanks, so they've Rav. Got that. Thanks, Rav, for selling that to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> APB, all points bulletin. Sure could use a donut. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, a good, good one. They've got a Star Castle tabletop, old vector game. Cool. They've got a Silent Scope, more of a modern game with a proper the sighted yeah. gun and all that sort of stuff. A Tutankham. Yeah, I wasn't so keen I played on that. a Barcade in, in New York. I struggled with that one. It's a hard game, but it is a good mm. game. They've got a stand-up buggy boy. Oh, buggy boy. Remember playing it on the computers? Um, I don't know. Mate, I had that in my local arcade. I haven't played it since. Was it a sit-down or a stand-up? No, it was a stand-up. Because the sit-down one's huge. They, they've yeah, got a lead on a sit-down, but they've not got it Really? Yet. What, over here? Yeah, I don't know where it's coming from. They yeah, seem to just to get magic them up here. from all over the place, yeah, don't they? Yeah, I mean, that is really rare. They've got a tubing. Yeah, that's like... fun. I love tubing. Absolutely love that it's game. It's a real good game, isn't it? <laughs> I love the marquee. It's got like yeah, rolling huge water. Marquee, yeah. They've got an Operation Wolf and an Operation Thunderbolt. You know the old gun games with a yeah, yeah, cool. Like them. Love them. Have a little go on them. Sinistar. Yes, I love that game. Oh, scary. They were saying they're only two games short of having the complete Williams collection. Really? What's the one they haven't on? got? They've even got a Bubbles now as well. No quarter guys would like that. Yeah. They haven't got a Moon Patrol and one other, I can't remember what it was, but they've got a Blaster as well. Yeah. Joust. Joust. Obviously like. a Defender, probably about 10 yeah. Defenders, none of yeah. those guys. And they've got um, an Astro Blaster as well, which Astro is a really Blaster, good game. Yeah. It's not the complete list, but that's the ones that they've recently they've just got in. Cool. So it's going to be so cool. It's going to be an awesome arcade, yeah. I can't, can't wait. wait. There's also another little event going on. On the 12th of July, it's called Arc Aid. Mm. And it's to help us lot 
fix arcade machines. And it's being held at the Cambridge Centre for Computing History. It's only cheap. It's for five quid online or seven quid on the door. I don't think the tickets have been set up just yet, but will be soon. But basically, a bunch of guys from different forums and some of these clever types are going to be showing us a lot how to fix arcade machines. Different talks going on. And also, the museum looks really good as well. It's really nice. Have a look on the show notes. Have you been to this museum? I haven't. Oh, I cannot I wait had. to go. I've been to another one, not this one. Uh, and this looks really good. They've got loads of consoles set up. And the th- idea is we fix their arcade machines yeah. so they can play them yeah. in the in the museum. Well, did you know that uh, the last time they had a meet there, Sir Clive Sinclair turned up? Oh, really? And the guy from Acorn. You know, the guy that was in the... Uh, yeah, yeah. The main guy... Remember the film? Yes, yes. Micro Men. Micro Men, yeah. I can't remember the name of the guy. Yeah. He was, I remember the film. The film was really but fun, yeah, wasn't it? But yeah, the, the, him and the other guy, it was, that was the main story, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, the sort of, the they end they in sort the of bucket, came away from Sinclair. In the they, pub. And yeah. I, I asked the guy uh, who was running it, when they met up, did they have another fight? You know? <laughs> <laughs> All water under the bridge now, yeah. I think. Like, that's really good. I can't wait yeah. for that, because there's, there's certain things I do not know how to fix on arcade machines, and hopefully I can get a bit of knowledge off these yeah. guys. Uh, and you taking a cab with you, possibly? I'll be taking one of my cocktails with me, yeah. That'd be quite interesting, because we know these cabs inside out now, yes. we've done so many of them. Maybe I can tell people what's going on inside, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. I don't know too much about the, the circuit board side of it, but actual power, yeah. controls and screen, I'm quite good on, so that'd be quite interesting. I've also got a bit of a correction and an apology from last show as well. You know, we were talking about a game that no quarter slated, they didn't like too much. Volified. Volified, yeah. Volified. They're just annoyed anyway because they didn't get a Commodore 64 version. That's their favourite computer. I forgot to mention it was actually flipping Volified. <laughs> I just got so in- incensed with them not liking my favourite game. I forgot to say it, so it's Volified. And Go and play it and decide for yourself. And you forgot to mention the game, or I forgot to mention the you game. You did, yeah. The game you were talking about, one of your picks for what computer console game should have been an arcade machine... And it was Starship Command, but yeah. I added a little slick editing robots to put that voice in I'm there. Totally, I can't recommend that game enough. Just yeah. get out there and play it. Yeah, it's Hope- awesome. Hopefully, they'll have a nerve on one of the BBCs yeah. running. So I asked Phil. Mm, I've yeah. got to talk to Phil about us doing a podcast there. I'm going to hopefully get a dictaphone or something and talk to a few people on the arcade floor, asking them what their favourites, and mm. maybe talk to him as well, and then maybe do a podcast about. We do a point five. Yeah. In between podcast about just about Nerg, because it seems quite a big thing going on. Also, on the show notes, I've got a link to a YouTube video, and it's the video that Anthony Graham did. He's our sort of camera guy, and it's a time-lapse video of play mm. that was at Blackpool from setting up in the morning until close at night, and it, it's a time-lapse, so it's mm. like every five minutes or whatever. I've seen them, yeah. And it's, it's pretty good, actually. It's yeah. really interesting how they set it all up. People are rushing around everywhere yeah. to sort of speed it up. And we didn't go there, so it's quite nice to see what yeah. was going on, even though it was in three minutes. So. Well, I did the one last year when I took my line up, and yeah. Um, yeah, it's fascinating to go and exhibit your machines and yeah. just see the whole process. Oh, yeah, you took your Nintendo, Do you know what you? I mean? And they did that stop-motion thing there. Oh, right, okay. Because um, you had all your Nintendo, so you got four Nintendo cabs here, and you also had the Punch-Out and the Super Punch-Out yeah, as well, didn't you? Yeah, and the cocktails. Oh, they looked awesome all together. They looked yeah. really nice collection altogether. And, yeah, so it was cool to see that. Over uh, time lapse. Yes, setting it all up. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. amazing what it goes into those exhibits. Another good news for me, and not for you, unfortunately. I'm going to America in July. Yeah, again. again. Yeah. Well, it was the wife's thirtieth <clears throat> birthday in February, and this is the first time she's had uh, a number of weeks off because she's a teacher and she only takes certain <clears throat> times off. And we're going to 
Seattle, Portland, Oregon, and Vancouver. And guess what's in some of these places? Um, I don't know. Pier, fish and chips. There's a lot of that. Fish and <laughs> chips. I do that. There's lots of arcade games, mate. And she found these for me, even though it's her birthday. Oh, right. So we're quite interested in, in, we're quite into food and stuff. And there's a load of food trucks. And, and Portland, Oregon, has got the most microbreweries in the world. So I'm going to be sampling a few IPAs there, maybe. Yeah, you like pizza, do you? I do like yeah. a bit of beer now and again, especially on holiday. Yeah. In Seattle, there's three arcades. There's a place called John John's Arcade, which is really good. Have a look yeah. online. There's a place called Adderball, which is a pinball place. You also had arcade machines. And that's a block away from where we're staying. Cool. I'm going to be there every night. I know it. I know it. And there's a place called Shorty Dog, which is also the same kind of thing. And also, if you're looking at my notes, in Adderball, they've got a Nintendo Red Tent. Oh, nice. I'm going to steal it. <laughs> Watch Need out, a Adderball. Big suitcase for that. <laughs> yeah. for an odd-shaped one like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch out, Adderball. I'm going to nick your Red Tent. <laughs> Uh, and in Portland, there's a place called Ground Control with a K, which is like a barcade, and it looks absolutely awesome. Is this one part of the chain, is it? Uh, no, no, it chain, isn't. isn't. It's a it? completely different one than <clears throat> barcade, but it's a kind of arcade in a bar. I think you can get mm, pizzas mm. and stuff like that as well. But they've got some really cool T-shirts, and I'm having both of them. They while seem I'm to be there. doing really well, don't they, these They barcades? do, yeah. They're doing really well. I think beer and arcades, for yeah. us, people our age, yeah. like a beer, and also like playing games, they yeah. can go there and play all these games. So if there's any US listeners and they're near any of these arcades, I'll probably be in those most nights. Look out for me. Come mm. and have a chat. There's also, we're also going to Vancouver and nip up to Canada as well and go to Vancouver. Any Canadians listening and you know of any arcades no, in Vancouver? I don't know of any Canadians, do you? <laughs> Only one that doesn't like Volfight. <laughs> yeah. He's on the other side of Ken. He can stay over there, the monkey. Feedback. I've been talking to Paul Nermanum, Nermix from Television Podcast about doing a a link up with him over Skype. And I've got Skype and recording of Skype sorted out now. So hopefully next week sometime when he's free, we'll have to do an interview with him. But this, this weekend, he's got his family over, so he couldn't do this weekend. We have an arcade party in his arcade, which is why we have these rooms, isn't it? Yeah, well, we haven't We're gonna, for a while. We though, are going to have to have one soon. <clears throat> and uh, well, I keep going on to you about it. We need oh, to organise it. I've had so much work to do with the house and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Boring, boring, boring. We will. Yeah. We'll get it done. All I need to do is move so a few things out of there. Yes, barbecues. Well, because you can spin out arcade. to the garden. Do you know yeah, yeah. It's different in the winter, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. We will do that. Over the next two, month or two, we'll get some select few around yeah. as well. Yeah, be good. Only a select few. Yes. Because <laughs> our arcades are so small, you're going to no, get a few people in there. No bottom feeders. <laughs> no, none of them. No hangers on. Also, I had some feedback from John, Pac-Man 83, and he said he likes the show and everything, which is really nice of him to say so. But he also says we should have some jingles in between the sections. And I totally agree. So if there's anyone out there who can do anything with music... What, like David Lee Travis used to do? <laughs> quack, like quack, oops. Quack, quack, oops. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if anyone's any good with music and do us some little tiny 10-second clips of some music, we can talk over it, you know, to do feedback and pickups and all this sort of thing. We'd be grateful if you get in contact with us. We'd love some little jingles in between. So that's the only, there's not a lot of feedback really. Some people have been playing the games with which is really nice. <clears throat> Our friend Sean Holly has yeah. been playing again and he's also got over 100,000 on Last <sighs> Resort, by the way. So no in your face, Sean Holly, this week again. <laughs> I love doing that to him. So let's do a bit of eBay stuff. I've actually been buying some things. Have for you, a what have you bought? I have bought a bootleg Bank Panic PCB. Oh, you like I'm, that game? I love Bank yeah. Panic. A bit of Bank Panic. I've it actually. I have. I've got an original. It. Right, um, so why did you buy a bootleg? Because it was only 23 quid delivered. 
And it works fine? I haven't got it yet, but I have bought it, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to having it. I also noticed a few things on eBay. I spotted them. I don't know if you did. I bet you did with your Nintendo. I eyes. haven't been on it recently. Really? Actually, no. Oh, you missed that load of Nintendo stuff, just, mate. Just, oh, yeah. oh, you missed these things. Well, I bought one Nintendo thing that's behind you. Oh, your little sign, yeah. Yeah, my neon sign. It came from China. And it works? I'm just, well, it's been on. I'm worried about it being on for too long in case it catches fire. <laughs> Thanks to the Chinese. <laughs> yeah. But, these, um, these Nintendo things I saw on there, a Helifire PCB. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. How it much? It went for £267. It sold, pounds. It? Yep, it actually oh, well. sold for 267 I did actually email that bloke. Did you? Yeah. I thought you would. You're a crazy man. Yeah. Uh, it was a non-working space demon. Remember you yeah, mentioned I that the other week? Yeah, I saw that as well. Don't worry. I see all these things. £237. Yeah. But that wasn't working, though. I oh, know. Unworking. So, I mean, and, and, and I asked one of my mates, I think it was Rog or Dave, to check it on MAME, and that version wasn't working properly. Oh, right. So how would you get it working? No idea. You couldn't, could you? Well, you if could the to... ROMs have been dumped badly, then how can you... Yeah. What you could do is go to the Arc Aid in Cambridge, like we're going to go and find out how to fix it. <laughs> no, it was too much money. I think it, it was, was like three, 400 quid for a non-working, ultra-rare Nintendo game, yeah, but yeah. no. Also, there's a radar scope on £192. <clears throat> I've got two. And all of these... Off plus postage, so it's another yeah. thirty-five pounds postage. Two, as well. I've got two radar scopes. They work. No, but I'm actually funny enough. I'm going to send them up to Neil Breeze Arcadia. Yeah, yeah. Repairs boards. He does He's a Nintendo do stuff for me, lot, doesn't he? That's it. It's on Donkey Kong hardware, so yeah, should, should be, be the same. As, yeah, that sort of <clears> thing. <throat> I also bought not on eBay, but from a guy on Arcade Otaku. I bought a Mark V Vogatech super gun. You know the little PCBs that you can hmm. basically a super gun is a device where you can plug an arcade board into it, jam a board, or use an adapter to run a non-jammer game, and you can plug... I think this one uses Neo Geo controllers. Play it on the TV. And you play on the TV, yeah. yeah. There's a, you can output a little speaker or some headphones. Isn't that how a lot of arcade collectors start out, don't they? I did. Yeah. I made my own You did, did you? One, yeah. See, I never went down that route, but... But there is a reason why I bought this. Cause I've already yeah. got a Vogatech, yeah. I think a Mark III. <clears throat> but the Mark V and the Mark II, as far as I remember has TV out on it. And I don't mean a SCART socket. I mean a proper little yellow, you know, the RCA plug, okay. old-fashioned, or maybe a AV, I think. And the reason why I wanted that... Yeah, tell me, tell want, me. reason why I wanted that is I can make another little cube arcade machine, mm. like I did with my Pong, with oh, a okay. five-inch screen. And what are you going to do? Colour. I'm going to put an actual Tetris arcade board in it, because they're tiny little boards. They're only about six-inch square. So you're going to make it the same size as your palm, or a bit bigger? Yes, same size. So I'm going to have them next to each other. I was going to ask you, what happened to your Dino Kings? Have you got any fur with them? I haven't touched them for a while. One of them's got Mr. Drillers in, as you know. Yeah. And I've got two others. Which are ready to be restored, or or changed over. Yeah, yeah, they are. One of them, the monitor (coughs) broke down on it. Remember I said I I poked a screwdriver into change something, and it Is that easy to to replace? I'll probably just send the to a local repairer to have the right. thing fixed. I don't really like touching monitors too much. No, if it's a simple problem... I'll make yeah. around the corner, Mark. You may be. So I've actually been buying, if you're getting back into the yeah, stride... Yeah, because I haven't seen your arcade things. for a long time. No. I actually... You've been I, out of the scene. I have a bit. I was bidding... I also saw um, a Donkey Kong Jr. went for 63 quid. Over and I here. thought it was you, yeah. I was bidding on it, and someone else outbid me. I thought, I'll leave it. I've already got Donkey Kong Juniors, but it'd be nice to have a spare... I thought, that's flipping Alex bidding on that, but it wasn't you, no, was it? No, sure? it wasn't me, no. Are you sure? Definitely not. Well, I've got, I think I've got two juniors anyway. Yeah, okay. So. But that was pretty cheap. Oh, it is cheap. Quid. That's really and cheap. And that was advertised as working. Yes. Yeah, working. That, that is 100%. cheap. That is cheap. Because usually it's about 100, 150 quid. Mm. 
I bid on another scramble as well because my scramble works, but it's got a little problem with the sound. And it was quite cheap. This went for when it went a bit more in the end. I just left it. And it was, there was a few others, and these are all from a guy in the Netherlands. He mm. had a load of boards for sale. Some good prices in there too. Did I tell you about this sheriff that turned up? Oh yes, tell me about in the sheriff. London. Tell the listeners about the sheriff. I know about this. Well, someone got in touch with me yep. um, through Facebook or Twitter. I can't remember which one it is now, but and obviously he'd googled the word sheriff. Yeah. And obviously my name popped up because I've got loads of threads in that name. Yeah. Sheriff Arcade. It's Nintendo Sheriff. Yeah, no, related. Arcade, yeah. yeah. And um, he just texted me and said, "Oh, did you manage to find one?" And I said, "No, no, I've been looking for God knows ten years or something now." Yeah. He said, well, I've got one. I was like, what? I thought it was a wind-up at first. Did you throw piles of £50 notes in yeah. your phone? <laughs> and, um, well, this is what I thought. I thought he was selling it. Yeah. Anyway, you got all excited, to, Yeah, you? I got excited. But I thought, well, I was looking for my wallet. How much money have I got? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, oh, no, no, I'm not selling it. Oh, for God's sakes. Why'd really? you phone me then? Yeah. Why'd you get Why contact? did you annoy me? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I want you to, um, I've seen your restorations, he said, and I wonder if you could help me out getting it going. I was like... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's nice it's restoring it, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm, I'm going to pop round there in a week and see him, actually. Whereabouts is this? It's in East London. All right, not uh, too far. Bromley, then. I think he is. Oh, okay. Ben, his name is. and um, seems like a nice guy. And the machine is just absolutely I saw your immaculate. pictures. It looks lovely, doesn't it? Oh, all the artwork's intact. Oh, Sheriff is such a nice game. It's, I think, it's not working. Sure He's got a blank screen, just a white screen. I bet you that's a power supply. Because the power supplies in these old Nintendo cocktail cabs are rubbish. Yeah. I had one went on me, and I think I actually got a spare from another machine. I've got Mm. loads of them in bits. I've got loads of spares as well. And I used one from that. But one I did for our other friend, Ben, on a Space Firebird, actually fitted a a switching power supply, a more modern one, and they run bulletproof. Mm. But those old linear power supplies on Nintendos Mm. are not very reliable at all. I bet you that's what it is. Well, I'm going to take a spare around with me, and he can have it. Yeah, you know, to see that oh, machine nice going, you know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be good to see it working. Yeah, Sheriff is a really cool game, but you need the dedicated controls. You've got a joystick. Yeah, you can't play on main. No, and it's got like a, almost like a cooker knob clicker, yeah. which clicks around in eight different directions That's for right. you to shoot, and you push it in to to fire the. the it gun. was one of the first games that actually did that. Yeah, I bet it was. And it was the it was the first game that Shigeru Miyamoto uh, designed all the artwork for. Yeah. The upright is really... It looks like a crate, doesn't it, the upright? Yes, apologies to Bruno on Dragon's Lair Forum, because I said he's a Super Rulli's cab, which is another right, guy. Isn't no, but he's got an upright. And Did you throw is... £50 notes at him to get out of him as well? <laughs> More than 50s. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was. No, that is a really nice upright oh, cab. Mate, it looked lovely next to your Nintendo. I absolutely love that cab. I just want the game so much. What we're going to do now is, instead of... Alex, would you like this Nintendo? It'll be, Alex, would you knock that wall out yeah. of your arcade to put another few of these in? There's a reward out for anyone who can find your sheriff, <laughs> yeah. okay? £1,000 reward <laughs> of his money. Right, let's do games that should have been in the arcade. It's the follow-on yeah. topic we're doing. Do you want to do yours first? You've got two for me? I've got two. I'm going to start with Scuba Dive. Scuba Dive? Um, from Jarell Software. That's got to be a Spectrum game, it's yeah? It's a Spectrum game. One of my favourites of the time. My memory of that is hazy. Tell me a little bit about it. You've got, you've got three men in a boat at the top. Oh, Sounds like a song. <laughs> three men in a boat. And you've got the ocean underneath you. The ocean underneath you. And, and the object. I mean, there's no sort of... Uh, yeah, there is. Are there you collect, I haven't played it for a while, actually. you collect stuff from... You collect pearls from, from clams and oysters. Yeah, okay. Um, I can't remember which one's bigger. I think the clams are bigger, and you get really big pearls that are worth... Mega points. Yeah, you get trapped in But, but they're more dangerous to, to, to get out, oh, get them just. out. 
and I think they're deeper down in the ocean. They're yeah. in caverns, oh, okay. and the further the, the, the down you go in the depths, uh, the bigger the creatures. So you get like giant squids, <laughs> great white sharks. So you know, so you've got, uh, you've got the whole risk. Yeah, you've stuff. got air levels. So the whole risk reward element there comes into it, and you've got a lot of you've got a big environment to play around with, I and mean, it's huge. You can go every, anywhere you want, which I love. I love that in a game. You yeah, know, I hate freedom. Being, hate being pushed around. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Excellent. And um, yeah, it's a fantastic game. Maybe a little bit slow for well, the arcade. Well, if it ever was to go in the arcade, they'd have to, obviously, because being a Spectrum game, be quite basic on the old colours. Yeah. And the sound. They'd probably tweak that a little bit. And if it was a, you know, they try but and you, get their two minutes worth in, so you get two minutes play for your ten pence. Yeah. And yeah, they would t- tweak it, but it sounds quite a good, fun game to play. Yeah, though. you could speed it up a bit, a bit like mm. um, Feeding Friends. Have you played that? Yes, I have. Yeah, which is fun for five minutes. Yeah. But I mean, not just take a little element of that game yeah. and speed it up a little bit, which would so. be quite cool. But yeah, I love Scuba Dive. One of the ones I'm going to talk about, and people might not agree with me, is Mega Man on the NES. Mega Man, Gee, yeah, that's a rock hard game. Well, Mega Man is nearly always, always, always a console game. That's and a console game. It's mega console expensive. Game. There is a Mega Man game in the arcade, but it was a fighting game, and it wasn't very. I didn't like it. So it's just a fighting. When you he fight. does. He does make appearances in games, doesn't he? Yeah, like, he does. Yeah. that's their, their sort of logo guy. But if you were to make it a little bit, this is a weird thing. Make it a little bit easier mm. for the arcade because I played it on the NES the other day, and I just, I just can't get into the game. But I thought. This has got the graphics for an arcade machine. It's got you know, the bad guys. It's got your little character who's really cool. And it just would be ace mm. in the arcade. But they'd have to make it, weirdly enough, easier, not harder the other way. Yeah. The second game is... Oh, here's a guy that I admired all through my teens uh, years. Me? No, not to you, oh, Vic. Okay. Sorry about that, old chap. Uh, Bruce Lee. Um, and why this didn't get an arcade game, I do not know. I mean, Bruce Lee was massive in the 80s. All us kids were into Bruce Lee. You had Kung Fu and all these other games, but why didn't they use the name Bruce Lee? I mean, this is by uh, US Gold. Don't know how they got the license to use his name, but this is a Spectrum game, okay? And It was also on Commodore 64. Commodore 64, but I don't know why it was in the arcade. I mean, with a name like that, everyone, every kid would have flocked to play that game. Absolutely, They would have done. To, To be a... Bruce Lee. They, every kid wanted to be Bruce Lee. Kung Fu and ninjas in the in the eighties. Yeah, and it's a simple platform kids, game with, with you know fighting fighting elements to it. You've got this little ninja guy that takes two hits to get him down. There's this fat green guy. He's a wimpy ninja. I yeah, call him. Um, the green yamo. Yamo. The that's it. Green guy. He's got yeah. like horns or something, isn't he? Yeah, he's a weird one. And you have to collect the lanterns off each platform uh, to open up either a trap door or a, a side door. Yeah. To the next level. And you've got like elevators and escalators and stuff. And yeah, it's about, I think it's about 20 levels. Definitely an arcade <clears> game, that. And Definitely. It is, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. It's crying out to be one. I was playing it on the Atari 8 bit on an emulator the other day. And I thought about that. But the, the Atari version is quite slow. I'm not, I can't remember the Spectrum, even though I had it. Yeah. But um, yeah, they could always speed up a little bit or, you Spectrum know. Spectrum is maybe the add, best. Because you only yeah. have the two. Two bad characters, the little ninja guy was a bit wimpy, you could yeah. just smack him with one ear. But also, you can play as the ninja guy. Did you know oh, that? Oh, two player, yes, yeah. you can, yeah. You can play Which is really mates, cool. How, how cool would that That'd be in the be arcade? Cool. It would, absolutely, I agree. Most, Yeah, absolutely, that's really cool. What's your style? <laughs> My style? You can actually, call it the art of fighting without fighting. Show me some. <laughs> You've been watching too many. The other one I like was, uh, fuck you, Mr. Handman. <laughs> you come right out of a comic book. <laughs> 
The, the actual <laughs> art on that instruction manual you've got there is brilliant it as well. It is awesome. Just imagine that on the side of a cab. Oh, mate. Be brilliant, that, wouldn't that, it? I'd, I'd get rid of my whole Nintendo collection that'd for be, that. I that'd would. be like catnip for you when it you're a kid. <laughs> catnip. My other... Um, uh, talking about cats, that's pretty good of me. There's a game on the Atari 8-bits called Alley Cat. All the Atari guys know exactly what I'm talking about. This was a brilliant game. It was a multi-level game where you played mm. a cat. And at the very start of the game, there was a sort of backyard scene and you had some dustbins you could climb on. And then there was a fence, which you got onto. Yeah. And then you, there was a load of like washing lines with little mice running along. You that, that was a cartoon, wasn't it? Alley Cats? There was something like Top Cat. Oh, Top Cat. Yeah, sorry. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of almost like that, but without the yeah. actual characters. And you're this cat, and you jump on the bin lids and stuff, and you jump onto the, the washing lines. And the idea is to jump in an open window, and the windows behind open up. And then you go onto different levels, different windows at different levels. Mm. And you have to, like, you know, get the fish out of the bowl and eat, get these mice out of the cheese and all this sort of stuff. And there's different, like, things trying to get you. You know, I'm sure I had a board game of that, Alley Cats. Really? You had, yeah, you went around a ball, you had, and you picked up fish. I don't know, fish. maybe it is, but you this game... You had a little game, dustbin. Maybe this... This game to Atari people, everyone will know it. I mean, everyone will. It's a really famous game, Alley Cat. But anyone who didn't have an Atari wouldn't know about it. I don't think it was on any other computer, right. so you wouldn't have known about it. But it's absolutely brilliant game, and it's got so many little arcade elements, and it's the, the sound on it's really good. Like the, the cat meow was really well. Oh. And this is before the time of speech synthesis. I think um, I've played it, you know. It rings a bell. I'll show you. Next time you're around my house, yeah. I'll show you on emulator. It's really good. But Alley Cat would be absolutely brilliant. We've had a couple off of some of our listeners as well. Rog, Cantor. I was talking to him on uh, WhatsApp the other day. And he reckons a game called Elemental Master for the Mega Drive or Genesis. I'd never heard of it. No, nope, never heard of that one. And I had a quick look on an emulator. And it's, it's, it's quite a good little game. It's a shooter where you play a guy. You're sort of going up the screen. It's a ver- well vertical shooter if, if it was ever that that orientation. And it's a very '90s game, sort of 16-bit era feel to it. the mm. graphics. It's just like you know, imagine the '90s, and it's a similar feel to Batlantis, but quite different in gameplay. Mm. You're this guy, sort of it looks like a, a ninja type well, guy. Like Forgotten Worlds or something? Is it similar? No, to no, it? no. It's an up-screen shooter. Oh, up-screen. You can you can sort of go different directions. I thought Atlantis was side scrolling, wasn't it? You're thinking of Battle of Atlantis. Ah, okay. Yeah, Batlantis. I beg your pardon. And you can shoot upwards yeah. and also behind you, uh-huh. which is, adds to it. It's quite a good little game. I got, got into that. And Anthony Graham, our camera guy, the film guy, he reckons Bomberman. Bomberman. But Bomberman was in the arcade. Yeah. But he put a quick disclaimer. Yes, he knows this. But imagine a four-player top-down cab, like a like a Sega hot rod. You know, you stand around a sort of almost like a... A cocktail. Cap. So, what was the one that was released? A single player. I think it was. Well, yeah, I think it was a one or two player. Right. Because you can get Dyna Blaster, which was the other name for yeah, it. Yeah, why didn't it do like? It's because yeah, you do like a trog, couldn't you? Like a yeah, arcade trog, machine. Yeah, but like he, was, he was saying that it'd be really cool looking down onto it, almost like quite a tall cocktail yeah, cabinet yeah. with four players around the outside, yeah. each, each side, like a gauntlet trog yeah. type arcade yeah, machine. Yeah, four-player bomb. Oh, so playable, wouldn't it? Of course it is, yeah. Why they didn't do that, I don't know, because on the consoles, they actually brought out multi-taps mm. for different machines so you could play four-player. So why they never did it in the arcade, I don't know. Shall we get on to our game of the week? Yes, it's Last Resort. This is my last resort. Uh, Neo Geo S&K game. Funny you should say that, because if there was any games left in the world, 
this would be my last resort yeah. playing it. But you like MVS or SNK games, don't you? I do. I do like Neo Geo games. They have got a special place in the arcade. Because this has got the same sort of feel, same sort of graphics as sort of um, In the Hunt and Metal Slug, that kind of... Yes, it has. Hasn't it? Very 90s. That star art style. Yeah, yeah. It's very sort of... The first level is almost like an homage to Akira mm. Cyber Tokyo. It looks yeah. just like, you know, that first scene yeah. from Akira. And the ships remind me from uh, Flash Gordon a bit. You know, those sort of... Oh, it's the been round, such a long time since round, I've seen that. Round-fronted ships, sort yeah. of from the 1930s type thing. Do you oh, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's a 1992 game, which was on the 90s theme. Uh, it's on Neo Geo hardware, uh, which was Rasta hardware. And a Neo Geo was never a board. It was always, always a sort of motherboard that you put cartridges into. So... The operators could change cartridges over quite easily. I've got quite a few carts at home. Which makes sense. Yeah, and they did different versions of the SNK, and they called it MVS, which mm. is the multi-video system. They did different versions of it. You can get a single slot machine, which you only put one cart in at a time, and there's different versions of mm-hmm. it with stereo sound, all this sort of stuff. And there was a two-slot, a four-slot, and a six-slot. So a Neo Geo cabinet could have six games housed inside. And it had a select button on the front of it where you can select different games. You put your money in and, and play different games. So operators could quickly, easily change them out in two minutes. We've got some show notes on MVS hardware, mm. which links to the Arcade Otaku website of it. And you've also got to watch out. If you ever get any Neo Geo hardware, and I've got a one-slot machine, which is jammer compliant. You can just put it in a jammer cabinet. It'll work perfectly. If you get the two, four, or six slot, you be really careful with it because it looks like jammer, but it isn't quite. Mm. these two four and six slots have got stereo sound and it, the sound is wired differently and if you put an arcade pcb in one of those machines in time it will wear and break the sound hardware on your pcb oh, right. you have to have a little adapter to do that it's all on the on the arcade Itaku site about that it's an eight-way game with two buttons button a is shoot and if you hold it down it charges the weapon you may have got from the little guys who come with weapons and B is to attach and unattach your drone. Because when you get the the pickups, you get a drone come around. And he follows you around shooting. He sort of whizzes around the outside. If you hold the B button down, you can attach him to the front, back, top or bottom of your ship. So when you're going across, you can shoot down and up and behind you, which is quite good. But a lot of those games Do the use that mechanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a, a left to right scroller. Mm. I didn't get anywhere else. I didn't go up or down. I didn't get that far. No. Did to you know, know that. this was the first horizontal game for the Neo Geo. A horizontal shooter? Yes. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. There's not many shooters. Well, it, was the, games... it was the third uh, shooter, but it was the first horizontal game Oh, okay. Them. So I guess they were, you know, hoping this would do quite well. Yeah. Because it but sort of follows it the same... It must have came after R-Type. Yes, it's, it's... it follows R-Type. Yeah. R-Type is the big one, I think. R-Type and Gradius. Yeah. Or Nemesis if you're in the UK. Yeah, they definitely phone, follow those sort of mechanics. But do you like R-Type, though, Vic? I do, because it's quite iconic, but it's very hard to play. Yeah, and the like cab this, is really um, nice. This is extremely hard, I thought it was hard, yeah. That's yeah. one of the things I didn't like about it, actually, is the, the um, difficulty levels. Uh, it's a left-to-right mm. shooter, and you get loads of things thrown at you, and if mm. you shoot certain ships, they leave behind pickups. H for cluster missiles, L for lasers, oddly enough. Uh, G is for above-and-below missiles. And you get these S's for speed, rather mm. like Gradius. And if you get too many of them, you cannot control your ship. It goes all over the place. I mm. find if you found, I kept leaving those. I only got one of those and then left the rest alone because it was too quick. Right. You don't need the speed in this game. And if you get a Z, which is a black one, 
you slow down. It slowly gets rid of your speed. Which is if you went a bit quick and you could find one of these. I only found one. You slow yourself down a bit. Uh, they also all these weapons come in red and blue. If you get a red one, it changes from red to blue periodically before you pick it up. If you get a red weapon, it rolls along the walls, whereas the blue ones will rebound off the walls. So it's handy sometimes if you've got a load of ground or um, stuff hanging off the top of the screen, you can kill them with red ones, mm. and obviously blue would just bounce around the screen. Also, do you notice on the first level, the Cyber Tokyo-type level, you could shoot the cars going along the screen? Yeah. It's not very nice, is it? It was great. Poor blokes in cars, well, a, poor people a, in cars. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a, a space where there's nothing's coming on the screen. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to kill some innocent people. Yeah, exactly. You're murdering swine, <laughs> you. Yeah, I don't know what that... There's a big, long backstory to this I'll let people read on the wiki. And I think something to do with some robots have taken over and everyone's mm. going against a human. So maybe those people in the cars are robots. We'll just Possibly. say that. We'll say that. The first level, which is uh, Sober Tokyo, the boss on that level is a huge robot with no legs. Yeah. And to kill him... You've got to shoot his nuts off. He's got like a red dot, that, like an eye uh, lid that comes up and down, isn't Not it? Not sounding good, is it? It's exactly where his crotch <laughs> is supposed to be. It looks like he's lost his legs, and you've yeah. got to shoot him in the <clears throat> spuds yeah. to get rid of him. It's quite quick to get rid of him. Did you kill him easily enough? Yeah, once you've worked out the mechanics. He fires like a really huge laser at you yeah. every now and again, so you've got to watch it. He's quite easy to kill. But you off, can get though. greedy, can't you, trying to get him out of the way as quickly as possible, and then suddenly he just shoot at you. Yeah, yeah. If you stand in the way of his... his crotch level when yeah. oh god it sounds awful doesn't it if you stand in the way they're too long you're trying to hit him with your if you hold down your button you can shoot a big long yeah. laser at him if you do that too much he will get you with his really quick shoot yeah, shot too much trouble for me nope, easy enough level two with a flooded wasteland and the boss on that is a big trash heap guy you got to the boss easy no <laughs> yeah i think you had more time on this game than i no, did no i didn't i really you didn't did. honestly i did i i'll get on to that yeah Level three is a big cave. The boss on that is a big-ass yellow robot, apparently. I read this on the wiki. Level four is a volcano boss. Uh, he's got a mighty extended robot thing, whatever that may be. Level five is in outer space, and the boss is a big alien thing. Mm. Do you like my descriptions? Well... Robot thing, alien thing, trash heap thing. It's a Japanesey thing, isn't it? But uh, yeah, I yes. love the way the Japanese do their end-level bosses, and they just go a bit mad. I remember they? back in the day, you was always wanting to see them. You know, that, yeah. was, that was the get thing the that kept level. me going back to the game, and yeah, I, I, I liked it. Apparently, to get the proper ending, you got to beat it twice, like Ghosts and Goblins. Go through it twice. Yeah, go through all five levels twice to get the proper ending. What's the proper ending? Don't know. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like this game? I did, yeah. I didn't see uh, too much. I mean, it's hard. It is what it is. You know, it's one of those... I mean, I find a lot of shooters quite hard, to be honest with you, but I guess that's the order of the day. Yeah. You know... Especially the Japanese it, it, games. It's going to be hard. That's the, you know, the men from the boys, really. But, yeah, I thought it was cool. Every time I played it, I got a little bit further, so I felt, you know, I was progressing every time. Yeah. I mean, again, you it's just memorising where everything is, I think, isn't it, a lot it of the time? It is a pattern game, yeah. Yeah, I think so. but I mean, there were certain parts I thought, oh my God, you know, yeah. it's like bullet hell, especially like, where did I get to sort of... Half of level two is a bullet cut. Yeah, it's crazy. But then you might have to have the right setup, like you say, with the, the right bullets, you know, yes. if you had, which I didn't every time I got there. I got through that part, actually, just. Did you? Um, mm. It gets me onto the bad points, I thought, and there's not many good points. I, I didn't like the game. And one of the bad points is really bad slowdown. When there's a lot of things going on the screen, 
it really slows down, like, mm. really badly. Like, oh, my God, this is like a Spectrum game from back in the yeah. day, you know. But your games like Outzone do that, though, don't yeah, they? Yeah, but I'm not sure on a Neo Geo whether that particular part was intentional because yeah. on the second level, on the bullet curtain business, when you're going through that, if it was going at full speed, there's no way you'd do that. You'd have to mm. be some sort of savant to get through mm. it. And it slows down enough so you can just tweak your way carefully yeah, through the bullets. Yeah, it's done on purpose to, to help, I'm maybe. not sure because... The Neo Geo had a 68,000 CPU, which is quite a quick processor mm. for the day. And a lot of cave, modern cave games, the bullet hell shooters nowadays, they've got hardware that's miles better than this. And those games slow down, but they do it intentionally. So mm. you can actually sort of carefully eat your way through all the massive thousands of bullets on screen. Mm. It's actually done almost like a bullet avoider. Yeah. You know, so I'm not sure if they did it on purpose, but... But Another bad thing I noticed on there, I'm not sure if you noticed it, because we're playing it through MAME. I didn't, I've got it on a multi-car on the Neo Geo, but I didn't fire it up. When there was a lot going on the screen, if you held your button down... Ship disappeared. Yeah, your ship yeah. disappeared. I know, it's funny you mentioned and that. And I thought, what's going on? What's going on? I couldn't... And you can't really concentrate on stuff not hitting you when you can't see your ship. I noticed it tonight. Yeah. I had a quick go before we did the podcast. It was really recap, And oh, I thought, where's my ship gone? Yeah. But otherwise, I, I hadn't noticed that. I've been playing it on my Wii. Oh, yeah. I haven't been playing it on the bar top. Oh, cool. Because I've got a lovely Neo Geo... um, Control stick. Arcade stick there, you can see, which I paid quite a bit of money for. It plays... That is handsome. The Wii's great for that, for Neo Geo games. They're arcade perfect. Must be pressing the buttons. Yeah. That's really nice. And I didn't notice any of that on there. Oh, really? I don't know. If anyone's got the proper car... I'm yeah. sure Roger's got it because he's got yeah. a really nice new collection. Let us know if your ship disappears when there's loads on the screen. And also, if there's a lot of slowdown on an original yeah. car, it might just be main emulation. Could be. I don't know. I don't know. But what about the sound, the music? I thought that was really cool, really moody. I bet you like the first level. Like, Wheeeow! Yeah, and I don't I know, yeah, and the, and the intro is very sort there. of, um, reminded me of Blake 7, that really eerie, moody synth sound that was going on. One thing, this is probably the only thing. The music was really good. You are right there. Um, It's probably the only bit I liked. You know when you died at the end? It's it's one of these games where it was a a credit muncher. They want you to get further. And it says continue, and you get like Mm. a countdown. If you don't continue, which I didn't on any of it, you get this music that goes, dun, dun, dun. (laughs) When you die, you think, oh, that's a bit dramatic. (laughs) I only only lost 10p. Yeah, no, that was that was really cool. I thought the graphics were cool, apart from the ship disappearing. Yeah, I like the art style. Like the art style, like the sound. Sounds really important for me in a game. You know, it can really take me through. Can really take me into a game. I concur. You know, it can make a bad game look good or sound good or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It can draw you in or vice versa. Games are pretty flat when they haven't got good. Even if it's just tinkly twinkles and spot effects, as long as they're good. Yeah. It will keep me going. There's nothing going. worse, is there, in an arcade where the music's louder than the game that you can hear. I yeah. hate that. Do you know what I was, what I was saying earlier about that game Waves I got off Steam, mm. the cheap one? I played that the other day because um, my wife was asleep upstairs and it was quite late. I thought, oh, quick game of Waves before I go to bed. And I played it with the sound off. Mm. Couldn't play it. No. I just couldn't play no, it. No, you can't. It's, you just... So I don't important. know, there's something in your mind that doesn't help you concentrate. Does when it you can compute, hear stuff, does it? It does not compute. Have you tried forcing an unexpected reboot? 
Uh, any more good points to it? Um, I've actually got on my notes here, none. I like, Just a dull R-type clone. I like the art style. I like what I saw of the, of the one boss and the level yeah. boss. I yeah. really liked. And I'm pretty sure the rest would be really cool. Um, I liked it, yeah. I, um, apart from the ship disappearing, but that only happened on the bar top, on main. Yeah. Apart from that, no, I think it's cool. I would go back to it. But do you know what? I know there's some other Neo Geo left-to-right shooters. Which are ten times better. Yeah, Mars yeah. Bear. Um, Pol- Blazing Pol- Star. Polestar? Pol- Polestar, Blazing Star, and also Viewpoint. Are they vertical or horizontal? Horizontal. But yeah, this was their first one, don't forget. So All maybe right. it was... Yeah, okay. They're very similar. Blazing Star is a really cool game. Yeah. And it, it maybe it's fixed all the problems they had in Last Resort. Yeah. Well, I'll give that a go. I haven't played that. Blazing Star is a really nice yeah. game. And also Polestar and Viewpoint. Viewpoint almost looks like Zaxxon, which we don't like. Yeah. But there's no up and down. You only go left to right and you right. stay on the same level. And it's a really nice game. It's hard as rock, though. It's like concrete nails. But it's a really good game. You know where you're shooting, because that Zaxxon is a nightmare, knowing yeah. where to shoot. I, you know what? I played another Atari 8-bit game the other day on an emulator, a game called Blue Max. Remember that? No. In the 8-bit days. It was on the Spectrum of Commodore 64 as well. Oh, and yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's a sort of perspective. Plane. Yeah. And you've got up and down on that, and you, yeah. you judge your height from the shadows. I remember back when I was a kid, I was actually quite good at it. But I just could not play Wasn't it. Wasn't there another one similar to like was it Raid Over Moscow? Do you remember that? I you had like a that. plane. I know the name. And I've that never was like a it. there was a, like a plane Zaxxon oh, okay. level in it. Almost got to line your shadow up. To yeah, shoot. another US gold oh, game. I just yeah, couldn't do it. Honestly, I just crashed into the ground. Went, no, I'm not playing that again. I used to do that one as a kid. I'm not doing it anymore. So I didn't bother playing it. Well, I played Zaxxon on uh, Alpha One's cab. And he's got dedicated, and it's a beautiful cab. It's got a really nice big stick. Hasn't Lovely it? Sort artwork. Of a trigger stick. The artwork's fantastic. Yeah. The game, oh, I just couldn't get on with it. So this game, um, we can't really talk about the cabinet because, well, we can. They never had dedicated cabinets, but the Neo Geo hardware, as I said earlier, was a cartridge system where you could change your games around quite easily. They had different versions of the machine. They were quite a generic-looking machine. The US got four different types of machine, and they were all red. They're quite smart cabs, but they're very generic-looking. They've got Neo Geo logo on the side. You could change over the marquees and stuff. And some of these games housed more than one game. So you get these what are called mini marquees. And they're quite collectible with the Neo Geo guys. They get the box. Uh, and they even make shock boxes for them, like the AES version. We'll get onto that in a minute. Actually, I'll talk about the AES version. And the American ones, they had a really cute little one. All these are on the show notes. With a 13-inch screen, a little tiny mini machine. Almost like a kid's machine with a 13-inch screen called the MVS2 Mini. A bit like the Play Choice 10, in a way. Yeah, in a way, but yeah. single screen, yeah. yeah. And Japan got 27 different types of Neo Geo cabs. Jeez. But they're all candy cabs. Yeah. And that is on the show notes. And there's some really nice Neo Geo candy cabs. I'm really into candy cabs. Bit old Roger like one of them. Yeah. There's loads. They did loads of different types. Mm. Some little mini ones, which are really mm. collectible, and some bigger ones, and all sit-downs. And they even did... It almost looks like a washing machine. It did, did a cocktail cab. It was really square, and the, the screen actually tilted up towards you. It was a really nice machine. The, the UK probably got the worst deal, actually. They got some made by a favourite company of Electrocoin, but they got two, and they are just dung heaps. They're ugly boxes. Honestly, they're just real nasty machines. I don't like the Neo Geo Electrocoins at all. So we wouldn't really have one of these in our arcades, would we? Because we can play Neo no, Geo. No, it plays perfectly well on my Wii. Yeah, and I've got I've got a single slot MVS. Yeah, and I've got what they do now is as thanks to the Chinese again, they do multi carts, which are bootleg ones, and you can have like a hundred games on one cartridge for about seventy five quid. Um, so you can play a lot of the games on there. Some yeah. of them are not as good as the real carts, and there's a bit of a problem with the real carts and bootlegs. People trying to sell bootlegs off as real ones. 
I think they got holograms on the originals. Mm. I talked about the AES as well, which was the arcade entertainment system. I'm uh, sorry, advanced entertainment system. And that was a home version of the Neo Geo machine. Mm. And I bet you didn't know anyone as a kid who had one of these. No, these were mega expensive. They're about £600. Yeah, they were advertised in uh, a lot of the magazines I had in the day. I used yeah. to read, like Crash and Superplay. And we'd sal- salivate over them, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, they were ridiculously priced. But that was proper, actual proper hardware. Oh, yeah. In the home. It was yeah. an arcade conversion. It was the same thing with a slightly different cartridge yeah. you could play at home. And even nowadays, they're really collectible. Very expensive. Some of the games go for over a £1,000 yeah. for one game, which is mad because you can buy, you can actually buy well, if you a think... whole cab and the MVS and the original cartridge for way less than a £1,000. Well, you can get SNK arcade classics on the PS2, the Wii. I mean, they're all yeah. out there. Like, I mean, how many times have you seen Metal Slug? Oh, yeah. The PS1. Yeah. And someone's going to pay a £1,000 for a car? Not me. <laughs> there was also a CD version they brought out as well, which I yes. did on CD. But it was so slow, apparently. It was only like a single speed. I think they brought the double speed one later. What was the point of that, then? Well, cheap. They didn't matter to make Just the cartridge. Cheap. The games okay. were cheaper to Just buy cheaper, on CD, yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't think they're any different, though, to be honest with you. So, mate, you can tell me your score? Scores on the board. Yeah. Give me your score, then, bloke. 78,000. Oh no! 84,700. Ah. I can't believe I beat you on this. Yeah, look far behind. Because I, I didn't like the game and it annoyed me so much. One more thing I thought about actually. When you play the game and you get killed, which is often because it's a hard flipping game, yeah. it takes you back to the start again. If you don't yes. hit a certain uh, memory point, you know, sort of checkpoint, point, yeah. it chucks you right back at the start without any weapons. Yeah. And I absolutely hated that. It was one. The worst things about it, it stopped me playing. I used to rage quit. So, get off. It is funny you've beat me, but I mean, I only really played it a couple of times because I've been so busy. But the fact that you don't like it and I do, I'm pretty sure I'll thrash you on that that game. old (laughs) chestnut. I I will. beat you. It's a game I will go back to. In your face, Alexis. In your face. (laughs) I can't believe I beat you, mate. I only had... I didn't play it that much. I did try, and I wanted to beat you, yeah. obviously, because I'm not doing that. You're not going to play it again, then? No. no. I'm gonna, I'll tell you what I am going to play, and hopefully we'll do on a future episode, is do another Neo Geo game, do one of the other shooters I yeah. said. Blazing Star, Polestar, Viewpoint. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. They all rock hard, yeah. but they are good games. So, uh, game for next podcast. Oh, yeah. oh, by the way, Sean Holly got over 100,000. So he beat us again. Well done. <laughs> Next week's game is your choice, person. What would you like to choose? That's a funny one. You've put my way. It's called Tasmania. I did shove it your way a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Play that. Choose that. I was playing it earlier today, and I played it in a chip shop when I was a kid. It was one yeah. of the ones they had in the chip shop. I've had a quick road. go, and I like it, actually. Yes. Let's do that one next time. That's about it, I think, mate. Until next time. We're going to have a look at your TV game 15. Pong. Cheers for listening. Bye-bye. Cheers. You can download or play the podcast, view all the show notes and leave feedback at www.10pencearcade.co.uk or email me at vertvic at 10 You can also reach us on our Facebook page. You can Twitterise us at 10 for me and at Nintendo Arcade for Alex. We'd love to hear from you regarding game suggestions, personal arcade experiences or anything arcade related you'd like to share.